Welcome to the Night Owl. The meeting place. Those things that keep you up at night. Content may contain graphic language and disturbing scenarios that I can assure you are not for the faint of heart, so listener's discretion is advised. I'm your host, Isaiah, and if you're still with me, well, maybe you should lock your doors, check those windows, turn out the lights, and get as comfortable as you can. You won't be sleeping tonight. You've been warned. Welcome to the Night Owl. I'm your host, Isaiah, and tonight we have a few stories for you. Some feel-good stories, others you're just hoping the story has a good ending. You have a story of your own, fact or fiction, that you'd like to be featured on this show? Email at thebirdbrainpodcast at gmail.com. And in the subject, label it The Night Owl. Alright, so this first story comes to us from Tina DeSanto. Hey, Tina. We'll call this one Family Ties. So my grandparents, they've always played a major role in my life. They lived with my family my entire life in our mother and daughter home, and they became like a second set of parents for my brothers and I. And if I had to paint a picture of them... Alright, so imagine two fresh-off-the-boat Italian grandparents with gray hair, full-blown Italian accents, who can cook enough fresh-made pasta for the entire White House staff and their families. You can only imagine when my grandfather passed from his long fight with heart disease and my grandmother of Alzheimer's. It was rough. And being the oldest granddaughter and sharing my name with my grandma, I've always kind of felt like I had a special connection with them. As I got older and hit some of life's big milestones, one being the purchase of a new house with also my new husband, I've had my own personal moments of, you know, I wonder if they'd be proud of me. Am I doing any of this Delta thing right? Those things. It was one night after a long day at work. I had this weird dream. My family and I, we were sitting in a restaurant, just doing the thing fat Italians do. We eat like there's no tomorrow. And I saw this man sitting at a table nearby. And he was just sitting there at a table, alone, staring at us. And after doing the casual glance multiple times, hoping he'd look away, I realized he looked like a young version of my grandfather, but with dark black hair. And this hit me as something odd, since I've never seen my grandfather with anything but gray hair my entire life. Or in pictures, because he grayed at 35. So in my dream, I yelled at everybody. I said, guys, I think that's Nono, which is Italian for grandpa. I think that's Nono sitting right there. Does anybody else see him? But no one else saw or paid attention, which is also the average day in my life, so I walked over. And he smiled and touched my arm. And he said to me, I'm here just for you. You are doing an amazing job, and I couldn't be more proud of you. You become such an amazing young woman, and just keep going, my piccola simia. That's a little monkey in Italian. So when I spoke to my parents the next morning, yeah, I told them the story. I told them how weird it was that he had dark hair and that he called me a monkey. So there was this moment of silence on the line. 
And when finally they came back, they told me that my grandfather actually had black hair when he was young. And that for the first five years of my life, he called me his little monkey because I climbed all over him. Never knowing that story, I thought they were kidding. That was until my mom, she texted me a picture of my grandfather when he was 25. And would you know it? He looked exactly like he did in my dream. Since then, I've always had this feeling of peace, knowing he's is actually still watching over me. And I also can't help but think he made the right choice in approaching me in my dream, because honestly, if I saw him in real life as a ghost, I probably would have been too busy shitting myself with fear to hear any of his message. See you soon. I'm waiting for the day my buddy isn't late. We're supposed to meet up with some friends of ours that we haven't seen in a while. You know, catch up, have some dinner, make a night of it. It was planned a while ago, so it wasn't a surprise. And when we talked about it, he was adamant. And he even promised he'd show up on time. I called a few times and it just rang. But our text combo during the day was fine. So the plan was for him to meet at my place first. And then we just head over but since I know him, I gave him my address as well as the address of the restaurant. And it was starting to get late and our friends, they were already there waiting. I was getting a little pissed because this shit always happens. At least be on time for once. So I called him again and it went straight to voicemail. So I sent a text saying, I'm out. But immediately he replied back, see you soon. Man, but fuck it. It was getting late, and I didn't want to stand them up. I hate being late. So I grab my things, and I head out the door. But as I'm walking, there he is. Holy shit, you scared the shit out of me, bro. That was quick, especially since I was trying to get a hold of you all this time. Shit, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I lost my phone. I was retracing my steps, but the only place I could think of was the coffee shop but I just got a text from you saying, see you soon. Night, night. My parents still don't know. At this point, I don't even bother. As a kid, getting me to bed was an absolute struggle. Every night it was a fight. I insist on sleeping in their room. They tell me I needed to be a big boy and sleep in my own bed. But screw that big boy shit. I didn't want to sleep in my room. I couldn't sleep in my room. Literally. Even now, it's still tough for me to sleep at night. You see, what they didn't know, what they'll never know, whenever the lights went out and everyone went to sleep, that's when he'd show up at the foot of my bed, staring at me with his big fucking grin. He'd whisper, night night, followed by muffled chuckles. You're probably wondering, why didn't I tell my parents? And it wasn't your typical reason, like they wouldn't believe me. Although that's probably true. But the man told me, if you tell that you see me, 
I'll take you back with me. My parents insisted on getting me a nightlight. Honestly, that only made it worse. So I turned it off when they went to sleep. Every night, when it was time for bed, I'd see him. First his long fingers appeared from around the door. Then he'd peek his head from around the corner. Almost like playing peekaboo. His eyes were usually the only things I could make out. They were usually rolled back in his head. And his teeth. His fucking teeth. Finally, he tiptoe across my room like a cartoon character. Very exaggerated, but staring at me the whole time. But this particular night, he didn't sit at the foot of my bed. My nightlight turned on, and there he was, sitting right in front of me. So there you have it. If you made it through tonight's episode, then tune in next week as we'll bring you more stories to keep you up at night. Some true, and some you probably hope aren't true. Good night.